truth universally acknowledged. I myself have noticed my growing resemblance all that is to a gold daffodil. Does not glitter. Not all. Though I had reason enough in the last if you want to rebel, rebel from this, inside the system. But because they tell us that dragons... I'm your host Vicky from Miss Vicky's Bookcase. Let's begin our story together. Hello and welcome to my little special edition for my TBR pile for this month. Now, it's special because I'm taking part in another readathon. Yes, yes, I know, I've taken part in a lot of readathons. But this one's a little bit more special to me because we are going to be reading all middle grade. And if you're wondering what on earth middle grade is, it's basically books from about the age of six, I'd say, to 11. And that's things like Roald Dahl's The Witches, I'm just trying to think, of The Secret Garden, all that kind of stuff. So that kind of era, not picture books, but books that are written for children that, not, uh, that aren't necessarily just for children. And that's the thing I love about middle grade is more often than not, although they are written specifically for children, they are just fantastic across the board and if it doesn't catch the adults attention how on earth are they going to read to their children so that's my thing <laughs> i know very weird so i have quite a few books to get through today now you might hear a bit of clattering in the background because i've got a pile of books next to me i've got a list of the believer-thon prompts as well so i'm gonna have to be clicking between the two um, otherwise it gets a bit confusing so we're going to start off with the very first one. Oh, I sorry, I should have said, if you want to take part in Believeathon, just type in Believeathon 3. Uh, it gives you all the information on the website. Uh, How to Train Your Gavin is fantastic. He does really great middle grade reviews. So always just go and have a look at him. I will link his YouTube channel in the link below. And more than likely, I will be linking his website for this readathon as well. So you can take part if you so wish. So to explain, basically, the Believerthon 3 this year, the theme is basically someone's stolen the book. And I'm not even going to pronounce the name of the book that's been stolen because I can't pronounce it. But all the prompts are basically clues, so to speak. You can't see me doing parentheses, but I am doing parentheses. And you have to read as many books as you can to kind of unlock all the clues. So hopefully I'm going to read all 13 prompts. And the great thing is, this is what I also love about middle grade readathons, is the fact that they are generally short reads and they're so easy to read. There's nothing complicated. Well, Maybe the story gets complicated, but there's nothing complicated about it. And you can just thoroughly enjoy the reading of the book. Now, enough about my love about middle grade. So we're going to go through all 13 prompts and I should have something for all 13. Although I haven't got one of them yet. No, sorry, two of them yet. Anyway, so the first prompt is the key. And the prompt for the key is mystery. And I picked from that... Potkin and Stubbs, which is the first in the series. It's very mysterious. It's a basically about a missing person where Lily Potkin is a reporter and uh, she is skulking basically the streets to find a story. And of course, the story is all about a missing person, of course. I'm not really doing a very good job of explaining it, but it sounds really good. I really love the cover. It's very almost like 1930-ish, but with a green tint to it. You'll see what I mean if you ever look at the front cover. But if I like this, this is another new series that I can really enjoy because this is the first in the series. So the second prompt is Fingerprints, which is an author from a different culture. And I picked for this Arusha and the End of Time by Roshani Tchaikovsky. And this sounded really interesting because Aru 
basically wants to impress her snooty schoolmates and she's kind of embarrassed to be living in a museum which to me sounds awesome why wouldn't you want to live in a museum anyway um she likes this lamp because of course she wants to impress people and that's when things go wrong so they set free an ancient demon and she's gonna try and fix things before everything goes wrong so it sounds like a great adventure and again this is a first in a series so if i like it i've got a new series again to read through also really great because this can fulfill so many different prompts for all the readathons i take part in throughout the year so it looks a lot of fun also this is a new author to me i think i think pretty much all the books that I've got today are either new authors or books that I've heard about and hadn't read or seen, which is really cool, really, because I, it's sometimes really hard to try and find something new to read. And sometimes I end up just reading a lot of rereads with children's books, especially when you're limited, because I do tend to borrow from the library. And in fact, all the books that are with me today are from the library, which again is great because I feel like I can support the library service. And also it's like free books. Why wouldn't I want to go to the library? Our next prompt is a torn page, which is a supernatural element. And we have got for that one, the train to impossible places. Now, I kind of every time I see this, I think of uh, the Polar Express for some reason. And I haven't ever read that one either. Basically, uh, it's about a girl called Susie who hears a strange rattling noise in the middle of the night. And she creeps down the stairs to find a train going through her house. So she is whisked on board by a troll boy called Wilmot and basically she has a rip-roaring adventure and they have to deliver a cursed package to the fearsome sorceress Lady Crepusula. I can't say her name. Crepusula? Crepusula? Oh dear. I sometimes really hate it when they, when they give you names you can't pronounce or maybe it's just me. So I'm, I'm I'm really excited again about this one. This is kind of all the books I've mentioned so far are like my cup of tea type thing and The Train to Impossible Places sounds a lot of fun. And I have to say, I can't decide where I'm going to start first, but that's another story. Moving on to Daga, which is dangerous setting. I have gone for Frostheart by Jamie Litter. Litter. Oh, sorry. Jamie Littler. And in this one uh it's all very cold and snow fested which is great because i don't know about you but it's tipping it down with rain as it usually is in britain and it's cold rain and it's all miserable so this kind of sets the theme except of course it's snowing and when does it snow in britain well it does snow in certain places but it doesn't do the snow that this one's talking about uh this is about a uh boy called ash who has missing parents and he needs to go find them and he has a grumpy guardian who's a yeti which i mean i'm totally there for that who wouldn't want a, a grumpy guardian yeti i mean maybe not the grumpy part but a yeti guardian that'd be pretty awesome he finds out he has magic powers and he's basically wished aboard the ship frostheart and he explores the world via the ship which sounds quite exciting again i think you can see the theme a little bit in most of these they're all kind of adventure and that kind of thing now i should have also mentioned that with the believer font and this is why i think it's so amazing is there are several published authors and not several there were 13 of them in fact one for each prompt in the believer thon uh prompts where they actual authors which is great when you can get them to participate 
and they're the ones that did the prompts and they kind of who I've actually picked for the most part to be my prompts the authors and as I said they're just new which is great because I kind of get double points for um because we're taking part believe the form when you fill out the form you kind of get your points doubled for each author you use for the right prompt which also is quite fun because you know why not kill two birds with one stone moving on to backpack which is a new to me author and i have gone with pages and co tilly and the book wanderers i mean they sold me when it said book in the title you can't have too many books in your life and this is about tilly pages who lives above her grandparents bookstore and one day tilly's favorite book characters appear in the shop and she can follow them into their world which sounds like page master if you're old enough to remember Pagemaster, I mean, that's slightly embarrassing that I can remember that, but it reminds me of Pagemaster and I loved Pagemaster. I mean, again, who wouldn't want books to come to life and talk to you? I mean, actually thinking about it, that's maybe a bit odd, but I think that's pretty cool because sometimes books are in a decent conversation you're going to get with people, especially about other books. So with this book, I'm, I'm kind of excited because again, it sounds like an adventure and it sounds a lot of fun. I hope it doesn't turn out to be Pagemaster because I felt really sad with some of the, with some of it. It made me almost cry. Hoping it doesn't do that with me. I really, really don't like books that make me cry. The next prompt that we have is Footprints, which goes with the prompt of Prominent Villain. And for this, I went with A Darkness of Dragons by F.A. Patrick. And one, it's got dragon in the title. Again, totally sold me on that because I am a huge, huge dragon fan. And I really like the fact that it's kind of like a boy in disgrace type story with this one. And he's thrown in jail for playing. Uh, playing? Um, uh, Patch is the name of the boy in this. And he's thrown in jail for playing a forbidden spell. He's no one's idea of a hero. He discovers that the evil Pied Piper of Hamelin is on the loose, which I really don't like the thought of someone playing music and me following in a hypnotised way. But there you have it. And it does have, uh, I'm just checking, uh, Barva is a fire-breathing dragogriff. I wonder what one of those is. We'll soon find out by having a good old read. Uh, and then this is the fun thing. It's about three accidental heroes. So... I kind of like it when you have like the underdogs, which definitely is what this one is. The next prompt after that is Chain, which is a colourful cast of friends. And this one, okay, maybe I might have a problem about dragons because this one is also about dragons. And that's The Land of Raw by Jenny McLachlan. Um, this is all about two twins who used to dream and play make-believe about the land of Raw. And you know when you hit that certain age when you kind of don't believe in magic anymore and that kind of thing. Well they kind of hit that kind of age around 11 and Raw is almost forgotten. But strange things start to happen and then Arthur, one of the twins because it's Arthur and Rose, he begins to wonder just maybe if Raw is real. I think this is going to be great for anybody who used to play make-believe as a kid, which is pretty much every one of us. And finding out that the make-believe world that you had is real sounds... I, I, sometimes I really wish that the land I'd make-believe when I was younger would, was real. Again, dragons, really, really love dragons. So there you have it. 
So that's the land of raw. The next prompt, and since we're doing podcasting, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to see the next one. This one is called hand mirror, and for hand mirror, the prompt is beautiful cover, and you can't, you can't see the beautiful cover, so this is a bit pointless. But I have picked Wild Spark by Vashti Hardy for beautiful cover, and I really like it. I, it's one of those where you've got this beautiful kind of dark but kind of deep colours where you've got kind of almost like a steampunkish kind of front with like stars in the background and moon and then you've got these gold accents and it's just spot on. I kind of just wish that you could see it. Maybe I should have YouTubed this one but never mind. And with this, actually, I tell a lie about all these being new prompts. I had actually borrowed this book way back, I think during lockdown I, I managed to get hold of a couple of books um during lockdown and I actually had borrowed this book and I forgot I had it and then I returned it because I was like if I'm gonna forget it then there's no point but I just like the cover so much and I was so excited to try and reread it again because it's so pretty that I've gone with it again so this one's about Prue Hayward who's on a mission getting the ghost machines of Medlock to remember the people they used to be. So she also needs to find her brother Francis. So this kind of adventure is all about if you fail, all the loved ones are never going to come back. And if you succeed, well, society may fall apart. So you kind of got a double-edged sword there. I'm kind of excited about this. And hopefully this will be almost top of my list to read because I had had it out before, even if I forgot about it. On to the next prompt, which is a flash of lightning, which incorporates folktales and this one sounded pretty interesting it's Asha and the spirit bird by Jasbinda Billen it's all about a girl called Asha who lives in the foothills of the Himalayas and money is tight of course why wouldn't it be because it's either you're really poor you're really rich you're never in the middle and she kind of misses her dad who works in the city he suddenly stops sending um, wages and basically her, her dad stops sending money and because he stops sending her money, the ruthless money lender who basically lives near her mom and her comes and ransacks her house and her mom wants to leave. Whereas Asha kind of makes a pact with her best friend Jevon to find her father and make things right. So the journey is dangerous. I mean, why wouldn't it be? It's, you know, you, you so knew it was going to go there. And they must cross the world's highest mountains and face hunger uh, and even snow leopards. So I'm not entirely sure how this incorporates folktales because I have a feeling this is from kind of like the Himalayas type folktales. So I'm really interested to read this and to work out kind of what folktale it is. And before you wonder why did I pick this if you don't know what folktale it incorporates. This is one of the recommended authors for this prompt. So... It's again new to me author and I'm kind of excited to have a read of this. It's really nice to have something different and something unexpected. And again, this is going to be one of those kind of books to do that for me. The next book, I well, the next prompt on the list, I think we're three quarters of the way there, you'll be happy to know, is Shadow, a book published in 2020. And I went for the sequel to The Impossible Train and I've gone for The Great Brain Robbery by P.G. Bell. So this is the second in that train series and I'm really hoping that I'm going to enjoy reading 
the, the first book so I can read the second. If not, I do have a backup, which I'm kind of hoping that I'm not going to have to use, but we'll have to see. So that's, oh, I should, I should have mentioned what it was about. Um, so Susie, of course, can't believe her luck when she gets invited to go on the po Impossible Post Express again. And this time they've got to catch the villain behind a destiny plan of something. I feel like I don't really want to say very much, but basically think similar to the first book in the series, but just with a slightly different cast to it. I'm again excited. I'm hoping, really, really hoping that I like the series and it's not just a flop for me. Oh, the next prompt, we've only got, hold, hold on, how worry. We've got three prompts left and the next prompt I've got is Crown, which is Alternate World. And I have to say, this might be the very first book I read because I was slightly naughty, which sounds really bad. Um, I was slightly naughty uh, when I got this come through at the library I actually started reading it a little bit and then I got sucked in and then I realized I'd actually read like 30 pages and then I was like nope need to stop because I really want to save this for the readathon rather than just reading it and then having to find another book and that is The School for Good and Evil by Soman Chainani Chainani I'm so sorry for butchering your name <laughs> It's very hard to pronounce them. You think I'd practice, but um, even if I practiced, I'll still forget. So this book is all about children who get kidnapped every four years and they're stolen away from the place called Gav Gavaldon. Really, I need to work on the pronunciation. And they never return. These children are basically taken to the either to the school for good or, or evil. One goes to one, one goes to the other. And they fear most of the children fear going there because they don't want to leave their parents however sophie our protagonist really 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 wants to be in the school of good and she makes me laugh because admittedly because i've read the first 30 pages i'm this is why i really want to carry on reading it is she's so funny in the fact that she has extreme hubris of thinking that she is going to be in the good school because she's so beautiful and she's got all these health regimes and this beauty and she carefully kind of befriends this other girl who she thinks is gonna be in the school for evil and that is Agatha and because Sophie is kind of so self-centered she just doesn't think about these things and of course I'm glad she has befriended Agatha because Agatha could do with a friend and it's <laughs> It's so funny because on the back of the book it does say that um, things don't go to Sophie's plan because I will say because it's no spoiler because it's going to be obvious that Sophie and Agatha both get taken to, to the school. I admit I stopped reading just uh, after they get taken I think and so I, I can't tell what's after that but I do know that Sophie gets put into the school for evil. I mean you could see that coming from a mile away, but it was such so well written and so enjoyable up to that point that pretty much as soon as it gets to November the 1st, I'm there with this book. It's a nice thick boy and at coming at 488 pages. And again, this is part of a series. I think the series might actually be finished, which is good news. And if I enjoy it as much as I did for the first 30 odd pages, I'm certainly going to be reading more of this series hopefully in the near future depending on if I can finish all the book prompts for this month right we're down to the last two I believe 
So Scream is almost our last prompt. I'm sorry, they are in a different order to the um, the, the prompts on the website, but that's because of how this is all worked out. So Scream is basically an audiobook, any audiobook that's middle grade. At the moment, I've got, I mean, I've actually got the physical book because for some reason I picked up the physical book, but haven't picked up the audiobook, um, but I will be. And that is The Wizards of Once by Cressida Cole. And I really like the sound of this book because it's basically about two kids, a boy who's a wizard and a young girl who's a warrior, and they're brought up as enemies. Everyone's fighting each other. It's like two clans fighting each other. But the ancient evil has returned. And I'm guessing that the boy and the girl, um, whose names aren't actually mentioned on the back, are going to basically save the two clans um, by fighting the evil. It sounds really fun. And of course, it's Credissa Cole, who is How to Train Your dragon oh that was close when we said gavin because i was thinking about him and i'm really excited in fact the third book in that series has actually just come out which is why it prompted me so to speak prompt with the prompt to have a listen to the wizards of once so i'm really looking forward to that one as well and again because it's a children's audiobook it's going to be so quick which is great because i i thought for some reason there were only 12 books in this readathon but it actually is it's 13 if you count the audiobook which is really funny because I didn't realize it was that <laughs> that many <laughs> a little so my last prompt you'd be happy to know is spilled milk which is ghosts and I debated about this one this is the only one I'm actually buying which sounds a bit crazy but this was recommended by How to Train Your Gavin a month or two ago. He had an arc for it and it sounded really interesting. And I've decided to actually buy the Kindle edition because I'm cheap and I don't have enough room for a paperback. And again, it sounded interesting for kind of like that kind of right time of year to read. And that is The Haunting of Aveline Jones by Phil Hicks. This is about a girl called Aveline Jones. Yeah, I know it's in the title. Who loves reading ghost stories? Her half-term, which was dreary, and I'm looking at my window again and thinking, yep, this is half-term and it's really dreary, so I'm with her on that. Um, it becomes more exciting when she discovers a spooky old book, so tick for a book. And not only are the spy stories spine-tingling, but they once belonged to Primrose Pemberthy, who vanished mysteriously, never to be seen again. So Aveline decides to investigate Primrose's disappearance. So again really exciting it sounds fun and i really like the cover art do do have a look up uh, at the cover art you'll see what i mean it looks fantastic and i love it it looks charming and it's spooky and again just a perfect kind of book to read in the month of november i kind of wish i'd read it in october because to me october is the spookiest month because it's the lead up to halloween but it doesn't matter it's still dark and spooky and it's kind of a great atmosphere so those are my 13 books for the month. I do have some other books that I'm going to read, but I'm going to just keep it to those ones as the set amount of books that I'm going to read for the month, just so I don't overwhelm myself because I think 13 is quite a lot of books. Okay, yes, I did do like 15 earlier on in the year, but I'm realizing that 13 is more than enough, especially for the month of November. And we will see how we get there. I hope you enjoyed listening to all the books that I'm going to be reading for Believe the Thon. And if it's inspired you to read any for the month, do let me know in my Instagram at Miss Vicky's Bookcase and we can have a bit of fun. And I will see you in the next podcast. Bye! Our story together has come to a close. 
Join me next time for a new adventure. Angkmorpork. Pearl of cities. People really are this like houses is not with vast rooms and tiny Libraries rooms. were full of ideas. Perhaps the most dangerous and powerful. She delighted in the smell of the ink, the rough feel of the paper. had commented once. Van Neal had a gift for making someone like by children is not a good children's story. Very weak-minded, refused to be influenced by literature and colour.